0: Welcome, this is paso for America. People seem to be more in touch with the city. They're more respectful for what's going on. With your host, Hector H. Lopez.
1: Rising fast, going with the flow. He's doing good. He's got his looks. I don't know what else to say
0: about him. On Talk Radio 1150.
1: We are in the midst of the beginning of a brand new educational cycle all around the United States of America. It is now... The middle of the week, and we have not received any word of resignation coming from Rene Nunez. At the beginning of a brand new cycle, brings in new hope. It brings in new hope that we're going to be able to have some sort of educational breakthrough with our young men and women in the educational system. It kind of begins to build within the students. I know Abby is counting down the days to the University of Richmond while she's on the controls here. Students and teachers alike begin to feel it in their bones as a new year is about to commence. And granted, there's students that are already in the school year because of the year-round school system we have in some places. As we begin to entertain a brand new cycle, A brand new blank canvas. What is it exactly that we're going to begin to draw on that canvas? Are we going to bring in the baggage from last year? Are we going to begin to just elevate individuals that sit on our state board of education? And have done all sorts of unethical things. This is probably just the first one. I mean, Paul Strelzen has spoken a lot about Mr. Rene Nunez. Are we going to elevate someone to a position that he is in right now and continue to maintain that person by staying quiet? The other big question that lies within the beginning of the new cycle is, are we going to go by... And allow a same old, same old, run-of-the-mill education cycle. Or are we going to do something different? Something that's going to mark our men and women as high achievers, not only around El Paso, but around this state, around the nation, and around the world. If you're sitting at home and you're a teacher preparing for your upcoming classes to begin soon... What are you going to be doing to make this school year different from last? What are you going to be doing to distinguish the individuals that you're going to be working with from all of the others? I hope these are the questions that are running not only through our educators, but also through our great superintendents. Now, we have a great number of school districts in the area. They're all revving up. But we all seem to be bringing on the same baggage from before. Oh, well, you know, our kids aren't doing so well. Oh, well, you know, that tax testing. When are we going to leave behind what happened before and just start looking forward? What kind of ideas would you like to see Presented to the community? What kind of leadership would you like to see? I was having a conversation earlier today. And this conversation earlier today revolved around where is it that we're headed? And why is it that we can come up with some great ideas, but then at the moment where push comes to shove, we choose to shelve the ideas and go on with our routine. How many times have you been sitting at work going, man, I should start my own business? How many times have you been sitting at work and going, man, I should run for office? How many times have you been sitting down at work and going, if I could only patent this idea, the money I'd be able to make? Why is it that there are certain times where we have spurts of creativity? It leads to immense ideas that some may talk on end and on end about, but never see them to fruition. And then others, well, we start talking about it, but then fear wins us over, or the politics of reality, so-called reality, wins us over, and we don't act on those great ideas. I want to make today's show about ideas. I want to make today's show about the future, about what kind of ideas can take our community forward. What kind of ideas would you like to bring to the table? And most importantly, what is stopping you from taking this idea on? What is stopping you from making it happen? Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of you are going to come to the phone and go, well, you know, Hector, it's the money. But you see, if the idea is good good enough, If the idea is one that could really rally people around it, I don't think money would be the issue. What is it that's in our inner mindset that tends to kind of hold us back from achieving that great big dream and that great big hope? And for the the record, we continue to demand that the Democratic Party of El Paso Do something about the corrupt, inept Mr. Rene Nunez. We have to do something about this guy. I mean, we can't start a new educational cycle with a lot of the baggage that we had from last year and the years before. How about we make a statement within the next week or two where the the Democratic Party of El Paso sends a message. I'd love to see a press release. I'd love to see a statement from the Democratic Party of El Paso saying that they are demanding that Mr. René Núñez step down or step out of the party. That is what we need. That is the kind of leadership and the kind of blank canvas that we need for a new educational cycle. Why would El Paso like to continue... To be represented by someone that has already been talked and talked about as being unethical. Why would El Paso allow itself to be represented by someone who has already said, well, well, you know, some things did happen, but, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding. Well, there's something there. We need to start on a blank canvas Teachers, I know you listen to the show on your off time. You listen to the station on your off time. Do you want to be represented by a gentleman like Rene Nunez on the State Board of Education? Really? Or can we get perhaps a teachers' union to begin to demand the step down of Mr. Rene Nunez? Teachers' union, are you out there listening? You want to give us a call and give us your opinion as to how you feel about Rene Nunez? Let's start talking about what kind of cycle we would like to begin. We're beginning a brand new cycle, folks. A brand new educational cycle. We're also beginning a brand new cycle when it comes to our political leadership. Elections are coming up again. But yet, things are still very quiet in the El Paso area. So it's time to talk about the future. It's time to talk about our ideas and what keeps holding us back from those ideas. I'm encouraged by the first phone call of the day. Let's go straight to the phone lines nine one five eight eight zero four three seven six. Our first phone call of the day is from Commissioner Sergio Lewis. Commissioner, thank you for giving us a call. What's going on,
2: Hector? My pleasure. Let me just shed a little light on what you just said, though. I'm uh, Commissioner-elect. Uh, I thought commissioner elect i will not be sworn until January, but appreciate appreciate everything and. Um also, former board president of the El Paso Independent School District and board
1: member. I and I know that, I and mean, I think I think you could really speak to uh, the topic at hand today. What are your thoughts you know, about it? I've been meaning to
2: call for a long time, and and I appreciate your efforts. I, I appreciate uh, you visiting with me for a minute here, and um, it's a real pleasure to have an opportunity to share with you what I have in mind. Sure. Um, for for a long time now, and I may be mistaken, but. I just feel that there ought to be a bigger thrust on some of our our younger leadership and just people overall in general on becoming more involved and more engaged in civic and and, and service within the community and civic organizations. You know, everybody, and I shouldn't say everybody, let me backtrack on that, individuals want to become a leader, which is all fine. But until an individual really goes into the grassroots of a community or the civic organizations, whichever one it may be, Mm. Boys and Girls Clubs, the Rotary, uh, Optimus, uh, Kiwanis, uh, the Lions, uh, you name it, and more, I don't think an individual could really have a grasp on the pulse of the community because through organization, through organizations and involvement, we experience firsthand the the issues with the needy, with our youth, with the elderly, with the blind, with the handicapped, with the disabled, the veterans, and I could go on and on and on. I would like to see a lot more patriotism. I would love to see more involvement from our younger people and the new leadership that's coming up through the ranks. Mm -hmm. I just think it is so important. Education has always been a big issue with me. I feel that that is the foundation of any social economic future that we may ever perceive. But also, we need to look at the ground efforts. What are we doing about that? Who is getting involved? Are we going to become leaders of certificates? Are we going to become leaders of moving and doing. And 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 basically that was the thrust behind my call today. And thank you for your for your listening.
1: Well thank you for your call there, uh, Commissioner Elected You know, one of the things that I that I am always talking about is the fact that we do need more civic engagement in this nation. Uh, civic engagement is the bedrock of our community, of our society, of America itself. Um, the United States was founded on the whole concept of participation, uh, on the whole concept of, of, of a participative, uh, participatory democracy, and the fact that we needed to take... Uh, to take Civic engagement very seriously everything from the vote to volunteerism to even participation at vote uh, I mean participation at church is is in the is in a downswing in America for some odd reason. What are some ideas that you feel we can begin to engage perhaps uh, with with schools or perhaps even in government that we can begin to re inspire people to, to to participate? I mean, civic engagement runs the gamut from people coming out to vote to actual volunteerism, and so there. There's there's a a large array of possibilities that we could entertain about how we re-inspire engagement in communities like El Paso and all over America. What would be some of your recommendations?
2: El Paso is a very unique community and and I know I don't have to share that with you, but nevertheless, we're a border city with border issues. We have a sister city with their issues and uh, we have people that are more than likely coming over, so therefore we need to start projecting the future in that respect and many many others. One of the things that I feel. I'm well, let me over,
1: let's get in. Let's get into that after the break, uh, Commissioner. Like I, I got to run to a break, but I'll be right back with the Commissioner, Alex Sergio Lewis, uh, talking about civic engagement. Give us a call 915-880-4376.
0: Talk Radio 1150, your financial news source with
3: CNBC Financial. CNBC Radio, I'm John Lesher. The Dow fell five points, and NASDAQ was off 10. Retailers report sales rose less than 3% in July, below expectations after cutting prices to attract shoppers worried about high unemployment. The Labor Department reports new claims for unemployment benefits rose unexpectedly last week by 19,000 to 479,000, underscoring a weak labor market and the erratic economic recovery. Analysts had expected a small drop. Energy shares are down as oil prices fell for the second day to $82 a barrel. President Obama tells CNBC the U.S. auto industry is on the way to becoming tops in the world again. GM is on a fast track to offer its shares to the public later this year. Hyatt Hotels Corp. says its second quarter revenues rose 5% as demand for its rooms increased, especially internationally. And bankrupt Mexicana Airlines says it will continue to provide flights to people who have already bought tickets. John Lesher, CNBC Radio.
4: Ford and Lincoln Mercury Service presents Mike Rowe with some important information about the big tire sale. Well, that about sums it up, really. It's a tire sale. And it's big. I'll say, when you buy four Goodyear, Continental, Hankook, Yokohama, or Pirelli tires, you get a $100 cash rebate. A hundred bucks! You forgot to mention that, Mike. Well, that's why you're here. Thank you. It's the big tire sale at your Ford Lincoln Mercury dealers. See participating dealership or visit GenuineService.com for mail-in rebate and details through 83110.
5: GEICO has some bad news. There is no money tree, and there is no gold at the end of the rainbow. However... GEICO could save you hundreds on your car insurance. No matter what the competition says, GEICO has been saving people so much money over 4 million drivers switched last year. So call GEICO for a free rate quote today. It's easier than trying to shake down a leprechaun.
4: For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you
0: hundreds on car insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, El Paso for America. This is huge. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Talk Radio 1150.
1: So we began with the concept of what are your big ideas and what's holding us back from these big ideas. Our first call of the afternoon came in from Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis, and we've been talking about how we're kind of heading up into a new cycle, a new cycle educationally as teachers begin to prepare their new curriculum for their new set of students uh, that are about to come back to, to school. Uh, some of them are already back at school with a year-round program. We also have a new cycle of, of politics uh, that is uh, going on in our city. Uh, Sergio Lewis is a commissioner-elect, and, of course, we will be having elections this coming uh, November, and they're coming soon. And so big, big things on the table. The big idea coming from uh, Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis. We need to do something about civic engagement. How can we get people civically engaged in our community once again? We're talking about volunteerism. I also brought up the fact that, you know, civic engagement can also include things like voting, can also include things like church participation, which is on the decline rather than the, than, than on the upswing. And so my question to the commissioner elect was, what are your ideas? How can we begin to do this uh, or accomplish this? What would be some ideas that you could throw out on the table Um, and perhaps some ideas that we could see you uh, espouse as uh, Commissioner once your turn comes up? And so we're here with Sergio Lewis and he's joining us by phone. Your answers to the questions.
2: Well, Hector, first of all, not so much big ideas. It's something, a concept that should always be kept in mind. Number one, for example, and I don't have a uh, a, a planned agenda as I speak with you, but one thing I know for a fact, and this is from past experience and instinct, is our youth. Now we have a the education issue, of course, and I feel any society that is not educating the children, the leaders of the future, if we're not addressing our youth with our troubled youth, our at-risk population in schools, our dropout situations, if we're not addressing administrations. Uh, the way they're handling the the, the achievement levels, the, the process, how they're handling the actual growth and acceleration of of career and uh, educational achievement, are they are they calculating accurately? Are they not? There's 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 always that question. The youth need to be targeted because without
3: educating
2: these children, and so many of them, without the social structure, without the social support at home, growing up without their parents, either they deceased or they're in prison, and, and on and on and on, we may become a society with more issues than we've ever expected. We need to become extremely focused on the ground level when it comes to handling these children and making sure they're provided in an education, making sure they're not just a number to accelerate somebody's commission or somebody's uh, career and or their compensation package. Sure. We need to make sure these children are not falling through the cracks. Alternative education, district-wide in any district, campus level, what are they really doing on those levels? I tried to do whatever I could to increase the popularity and the effectiveness while I was on the board for Alternative Ed. Now did I accomplish it? Well I'd like to say I chipped away and did the best I can, but frankly I would say that no, not to anyone's expectation, we just do the best that we can. Are we warehousing children, Hector? I think that ought to be a big uh, big play on your part. You being the in the situation, the radio uh, host, are we warehousing children, Hector? No, That's think... a big question. When you ask me what are my big ideas, I don't have any big ideas. I've got many ideas. One of them is if we're warehousing children... And we're setting our society and our community up for failure. And you
1: That's know what? And, and those are probative questions. And probative questions are a great start. I mean, you're right. I, and I, I have I have made the point before that that I feel our educational model right now. And and you know, with your background in the school on the school board prior to this, I think it, it would make for a good a good point of of conversation. You know, for me, I. I If you were to ask me, I I would say certainly we most certainly are warehousing students in every single school district in America because I feel that our educational model is now an old passe model that is not doing the, the job that it should be doing. With America's youth in, 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 in inspiring them to innovate, in inspiring them to look to the future, in having students begin to espouse th- those ideas, not only of civic engagement, but their, the importance of their capacity on America's future. I feel that we've kind of lost that way and we're just kind of funneling students through for some perceived tech career or some perceived uh, set of of, 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 I guess, traits that we're looking for that have been dictated by, by, I guess, the corporate movement of the 80s and 90s where a lot of companies were saying, this is what we need in our workers and schools began to kind of respond to that. And that began to be added to our educational model. But I think we now demand a different model that doesn't warehouse students Are and, we, and, Hector, and, let and me, does let something. Let
2: me better. interject real quick here. Yeah. And another variable and correlating with what we just what we're talking about. Are we holding people accountable? Are we holding administrations accountable? Are we being too lax on administrations and just saying? Oh, they're doing the best they can. There's no problem. They're doing everything by the rules. Well, they may be doing things by the rules, but is it ethical would be another question. You is see, it ethical? It's not just a big idea, and, and I say that respectfully to you. I, sure. I, I have a lot of respect for you, uh, uh, Hector, and, and I'm a big listener of your of your uh, talk show and um, any chance I get, and um, I finally have an opportunity to call in. Are we holding, because if we're not holding people accountable that aren't, Are entrusted with our children and our tax dollars. For example, EPISD, $500 million approximately. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of money. It is. And that's a lot of facilities, that's a lot of maintenance, that's a lot of utilities, there's a lot of educating going on. Are we holding the teachers are doing what they've got to do? And I truly believe that the majority of our teachers throughout this community have done an incredible job. Are we holding administrations accountable is my question. A lot of times you'll see boards throughout the community, throughout the state, they'll just say, oh, this is fine, this is fine, this is fine, this is fine. Well, it probably is. But should we be questioning things? should. Should we be looking at things a little more analytically as far as student population going in, going out two years later, one year later? Are we doing that? I don't think we are.
1: Nope.
2: I don't think we are, and we should be. And it's not because we're being nosy. It's not because we don't trust anybody. It's not because we think they're doing a bad job. It's because that's what we ought to be doing. We are the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Think about it.
1: I would argue that EPISD is probably the, if not the single biggest economic developer in our area, the developing entity in our area. It probably rivals some of the biggest because of the number of dollars within the school district uh, and because it, it really deals with the immediate five year to 10 year future of our community. And, and you're right. We need to be asking those questions if we expect any kind of economic development for the future of our city, any kind of higher quality of life for the future of our city. Mm-hmm. You bring up some excellent questions. I
2: said this at a public board meeting once and I know at the time it was maybe when was it three years ago? It was maybe a while back and, and I and I I I looked around into the audience and I saw the body language. I said if we don't start paying more attention to those children that are in trouble, that are on the edge or dropping out or at the at the risk of dropping out they will become vulnerable, not only now, but in the future more so.
1: Commissioner, last question before I go to break here. Do you demand the resignation of René Nunez as a former member of the board and county commissioner-elect? What? No, I'm sorry. Do you demand the resignation of René Nunez as, uh, uh, you know, from the State Board of Education?
2: Let, let me share this
0: with you, okay? Let's and get into listening. it
1: after the break. I, 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 it seems like you want to talk a little longer. I got a break to go on. We'll be back.
0: This is KHRO El Paso. Five points. This is CNN Radio.
6: When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes, hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your fifty dollars click on redcross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text Red Cross to nine zero nine 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 to give ten dollars. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS, and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day. Every single donation brings hope. Text message and data rates may apply.
7: Come into the Home Depot today, and you can get new Platinum Plus or Martha Stewart Living Carpet installed for just $37. With a lifetime stain warranty, you'll have gorgeous carpet that's able to stay that way. Why sacrifice softness or style for durability, especially when you can have it installed in any number of rooms for just $37? $37. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid on basic installation, U.S. only. See store for details, exclusions, and license numbers. At Jeep, we believe that every new Grand
8: Cherokee that rolls off our line should last, and so we made it that way. From the
9: hand-stitched leather on the steering wheel to the 5,400 welds in the body, every part of this car has been designed, engineered, and built to last. Some people might not have known if we hadn't done everything we did. But we would have known. That's what we believe at Jeep. The things we make, make us. Jeep is a registered
8: trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC.
10: Something incredible happened last night. Mary got a better night's sleep. Aches and pains didn't keep her up. She took Advil PM. She used to take Tylenol PM. But last night, she switched and spent less time lying awake with aches and pains and more time asleep. And Mary is really appreciating that today. (laughs) Aches and pains keeping you up? Switch to Advil PM. The difference is a better night's sleep. Use as
6: directed brands and trademarks of their respective owners.
11: touch with your community. That's what sets apart the local news leader from the rest. That's why Univision 26 Cable Channel 2 continues to be the number one choice for news at 5 and 10 p.m. More local stories covering stories that affects you and your community. Three states, two countries, from Fabins to Las Cruces, and the only El Paso station with full news operations in Juarez covering what's happening on both sides of the border. No English language station can come close. Univision 26, for 25 years, the number one source for better local coverage. News education, health, all the news you need to know in Espanol at your fingertips, www.kint.com. More local news, more national and international news, sports and local weather, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at kint.com. The new source for information in Espanol on the web. The only local news website in Espanol covering news from throughout the borderland, both sides of the border. The new kint.com, your source for better local coverage.
0: Del Paso for America.
11: We're supposed to bring freedom and democracy to people that need it. I think these people need it. With your host,
0: Hector H. Lopez. Just
10: the guy I wanted to talk to.
0: Talk Radio 1150.
1: Engrossed in a great conversation that began with just a simple phone call from Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis, and where we've gotten into the whole concept of civic engagement, education, the importance of be- of having to question uh, where we're headed. And it's it's all rooted in the fact that we're heading into a new educational cycle, we're into a new political cycle, and it's important that we begin to ask questions about what kind of canvas we would like to paint. This, this is a new blank canvas, uh, and we need to figure out where we're going to head from here. My question to the Commissioner-elect, was whether he demanded the resignation of someone like Rene Nunez from the State Board of Education, uh, having su- prior, su- having his prior service on uh, one of our local boards from a prominent local school district, as well as now being uh, county uh, commissioner-elect. What are your feelings about uh, Rene Nunez? Uh, do you demand for his resignation as well, uh, Sergio, or how, how do you feel about the whole issue?
2: let me answer that like this and keep in mind i don't want to lose focus we were going a little while ago and my mm-hmm. my concept is education you children america the sure. usa patriotism so don't let me lose track of that okay, okay? very well renee nunez interesting concept if now keep in mind these are at this point allegations that's my guess i don't know that much about the, the situation but if these allegations are true you know besides that, I just feel, you know, in all due respect to Mr. Nunez, and I I know Rene, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I think he's been there a pretty long time. And, you know, I think actually, if you're asking for my actual personal personal opinion, it's time for him to pass on the and let someone else run with it. It's time we have some new leadership in that position. And um, I just feel that It's a good time to have new leadership, and it would be nice to see someone run for that position and include El Paso in all of their projections and visions for the benefit of our students and their achievement and their future.
1: Well, I couldn't agree with you more, Hugh, and I, I, I'm so glad you had the time to give us a call today. I mean, the kinds of questions that you're asking are the kinds of questions all El Pasoans should be asking, and uh, I'm glad to see that you're going to be kind of bringing that level of, of questioning to the uh, county commissioner's court. What, now, what will be uh, your response to uh, other commissioners when they tell you, "Well, you know, here we're not supposed to be really dealing with education." Although I really feel that uh, county commissioners' court can do a lot with a bully pulpit in terms of, you know, rallying school districts to take uh, to take on certain things. Would you want to bring and highlight these kinds of things as uh, in your term as county commissioner, uh, at least through the bully pulpit? I know that the county, you know, has limited action and all this stuff, but are you going to be bringing this kind of level of questioning regarding education? among civic engagement and other things as county commissioner? let me. As
2: far as civic engagement, absolutely. Let me share this with you. In the area I will be representing is the Juvenile Probation Center. We have children that are there that are waiting to be adjudicated. We have children that are adjudicated. We have children from community of El Paso going to TYC, to the Texas youth camps here in the state of Texas. I plan, if it's okay with the community, and if I get approval, I want to, to, to tour facilities statewide on the TYC level and go see our children that are sent from El Paso to Pecos or wherever they may be at a Texas youth camp and see what kind what kind of situation they're in and what we can do to make things better while they're there, so hopefully when they come back into society and or into our community, they will have a better grasp on life and the direction of where they're going so that hopefully someday they will become productive citizens. The Juvenile Probation Center, you have MHMR, you have special ed in the school district, you have children with mental disabilities. It all correlates. The more children that are dropping out and the more children that we lose, the less funding we receive from the state. Keep in mind, if we're losing funding, then it's harder to apply funds towards certain children. We've got to keep our children in school, not only for the funding, but so that we eventually will keep the ground level, the grassroots level of this society clean. If we don't take care of the ground efforts, Hector, the walls, the ceilings, the chandeliers, we can do everything we want to make a beautiful beautiful picture but if we're not taking care of the ground eventually the signs will decay and everything will cave down going back to what i'm trying to say educate our children educate the people you want a productive economic development in your community then let's start developing children with ambitions with aggression with the type of direction the type of of perspective on their community that we need. How do you do that? Well, there's no magic answer except a lot of hard work and engaging our young people, our older people and everybody that we can to continue our civic involvement. Campaign America as a great nation, Hector. Campaign and involve our children at a young age. This is a great nation. This is the best nation you could live in. If you want to become successful, you work hard, mm-hmm. you fulfill your dreams by hard work and doing what needs to be done, I love following it. directions. If you, if you can't get a society to get behind your leaders and your nation, then I, I hate to say it, but then we're looking at situations ahead that may not be all that productive. We've got to engage all of our young people. We do. This is America, ladies and gentlemen. We do. This yeah. is the best place in the world to live. Let's take advantage. Let's 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 honor that privilege and let's move forward and make it a great society.
1: Sergio, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, this is the whole reason why the show is called El Paso for America. I think El Paso champions those ideals of America that you're what you're talking about. I think El Paso is a symbol of America's next step. I appreciate your phone call and I hope it's not the last one of the show.
2: Well, no, and I and I appreciate your time, and, and we could talk more and more and more, but I realize that you have other people that are going to be calling in. And keep in mind, I'm not saying I'm right about everything. I'm just merely throwing out variables. I'm throwing out different types of issues and pictures so that, you know, it's there, and there's more to it. But I just, at least for right now in this short period of time that I had an opportunity to visit with you, I think that's a pretty good start because if we can't overcome these type of obstacles, then we need to start thinking a little harder and making it happen.
1: I, I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you for the call, Sergio, and you always have an open invitation to call us or swing by.
2: Thank you so much, Hector. You all have a great day.
1: You too. That was uh, Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis, and he was giving us a call. He dialed 915-880-4376. Folks, we do have open phone lines. Uh, we can You can give us a call, and let's go straight to those phone lines. Let's go straight to Raul. Raul, welcome to the show.
9: Hey, Hector,
1: how you doing? I'm doing well, Raul. What's going on?
9: Well, first of all, I want to laud uh, Commissioner-elect or Trustee-elect Sergio Lewis. It was through his auspices that I was able to get the EPISD to uh, hire me as a consultant to teach their teachers to use a financial calculator so that they, in turn, are now teaching their students to do the same thing. And I had tried to get through the administrators but didn't have any traction that way, and by talking to somebody that I knew had uh... a great interest in, in, in students and a, and a business person at that uh... he was able to open that door for me so i think he's going to do a great job i know he's done a great job in the in the past and i i look forward to uh... Having
1: him uh, there, um, Raúl. I'm gonna I'm gonna begin. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt. I'll let you get back to your statements. But you know, one of the things that uh, the county commissioner did uh, elect did mention with us here on the show. And you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to begin a live uh, a live taking down of names for a a petition to have the uh, the so called Rene Nunez uh, from our state board of education to step down and pass the baton. Those were the words that county uh, commissioner elect Sergio Luis. He said, you know, I, I would support that he step down and pass the baton. So why don't we begin a uh, a petition here at El Paso for America, and we'll take down your name uh, of individuals that would like to see uh, this individual, Rene Nunez, step down and pass the baton. Could we add your name to that list, Raul? How do you feel about uh, Rene Nunez and his shenanigans over there with the State Board of Education?
9: Well, it's, it's uh, not good to hear. Let me tell you, uh, I have an issue that... Uh I'm a a board member of the League of Women Voters of El Paso, Mm -hmm. and we're trying to put together a debate with him and with his opponent, Mr. Garza, and and some other folks. Like uh, I hear he doesn't
1: show up for anything.
9: Well, yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) We'll find out. So I I don't want to say anything that would... uh, Give him reason not to show up, let's say.
1: So we can't add your name to the petition yet. When you're ready to add your name to the petition, Raul, give me a call. Let's do it publicly. And everybody that would like to see René Nunez step down and pass the baton, give us a call, give us your name. We will add your name to this list. Absolutely. The two individuals on the list right now, Hector H. Lopez, yours truly, and County Commissioner Alex Sergio Lewis, he was the one that said, I'd like to see him step down and pass the baton. We're going to begin a little a little bit of a of a petition. Here a public live petition on the radio. There's two names on this list. I'd like to see a lot more. But you, oh, you were going to uh, mention some things.
9: Yeah. Did you look at Charlie Garcia's uh, resume by the ch- by any way, on the net?
1: Yeah, I've, I've I've had the opportunity to look at it once the radio listener called about two three days ago and suggested that we should. You know, I, I want to stay out of the uh, political bend of the issue. I mean, regardless of whether people want to vote Charlie in or vote a Republican in or what have you, I think we need to begin to make a stand against individuals that begin to give our city the look of an unethical city. Oh, and so, I agree with whole, you, know, you wholeheartedly. That's what we need to do. And
9: he's been there a long time, and from what I hear from folks, uh, I just will uh, echo what Sergio said. He hasn't seen him around. Um, I have lots of family <laughs> and friends who are teachers who I believe work very hard to do the best job they can under what I consider very difficult circumstances. Uh, As a matter of fact, I almost became a teacher myself at one time and and, uh, had my uh, student teaching experience with the Socorro Independent School District. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was very impressed by what they were being taught, and how they were being taught. And that's from a perspective of someone who went to and graduated from Catholic grade schools and high schools. Mm -hmm. And as you know, it seems like everybody, just about everybody, is held accountable. The students, uh, the teachers, the principals, the administrators, all via this task test that uh, the students have to take. And it seems to me, Hector, that the only people not being held accountable are the parents. And I believe that they need to have programs to teach parents of students who are performing poorly how to help their children do better in school. Uh, the parents, uh, you know, you've heard that story of that parent who discovers that their child can't read
12: mm-hmm.
9: while they're in high school. Well, that's a, that's a parent that never asked their child to read while they were in grade school. It's amazing that they would uh, it would take that long for them to discover that. So we need to teach how to become good parents. Uh, we need to teach them uh, about the tremendous responsibilities that parents have, uh, a kind of a revamped home economics courses to include per, uh, personal financial literacy.
1: Well, you know, I, I, think, I think you bring up some excellent points, uh, Raul, and you always do. And, you know, even though you don't consider yourself a teacher per se, you are a financial educator yourself, so I do put you in that uh, realm of educators uh, in my book, just because it's important that people out there beyond a teacher in the classroom are, are also educating our community. I can't thank you for your call enough. You know, Thanks. it's always welcome. Thank you, Hector. Thank Adios. you, Raul. Uh, folks, you dial 915-880-4376. And uh, we now have, I believe, on on with us a... Uh, who do we have here on the lines? We got Todd or... Uh, we got Joe. Let's go straight to Joe first, and then we'll go to Todd. Uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, what's on your mind?
12: This
1: is Jim. <laughs> Jim. All right, That's Jim. Okay, what's on your Hector. mind?
12: Always enjoy your show. I love your passion for education, which is, certainly should be a priority. It is. And you walked... The- walk and walk the talk and the other thing is i like the way you deal in specifics and it just bugs the heck out of me when somebody won't answer you specifically now sergio lewis is a great guy his body shop fixed my car years ago did a great job he's an honest guy <laughs> yeah but he doesn't answer your questions specifically what are you going to do Not what do you believe what are you going to do and it, and you like the renee Muniz thing always he, he would just dance around it. Come on, man. What are you going to do? Will you sign up? Will you do this? What are you going to do about keeping kids in school? Not just, uh, yeah, I think they should be in school. Of course, we all do that. We all want that. Not to warehouse kids. Of course, we all want that. But what are you going to do specifically? I remember years ago, and I know she was a friend of this show, Barbara Fettis, and mm-hmm. I would ask the same questions and she just would not, answer. she's like a professional. She runs for everything <laughs> and uh, until she can't run for that office anymore. And I suspect that she'll run for dog catcher next. I mean, I know I'm getting a little out there, but... <laughs> no, I, I think you're pointing, out, you're,
1: you're pointing out... Just... You're pointing out very, uh, very good points, Jim. The fact that, you know, the El Paso electorate, you know, County Commissioner-elect uh, Lewis was talking about how you re-inspire people to engage again, and that engagement includes voting. If You're, you're pointing out the fact that voters are frustrated with uh, getting very vague answers from yeah. their elected or Absolutely. officials or people running for office, for that matter. And so... That's a point that, that 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 needs to be made. Now, let's talk specifics then with you. Jim, can we add you to a petition uh, here publicly on the radio to request that Rene Nunez step down from the State Board of Education?
12: Absolutely. And if there's a couple of others up the road line that I can think of, I'll add those, too. Please, yeah, please Hecker, do. I'm all about your station when I finally discovered it. I love it because you guys do your homework. You're passionate, and you're not afraid of anybody. and And I'm not to say that Sergio Lewis is a good guy. And I know him. I don't know him personally, but I've dealt with him in his business. Very good guy. But I don't want somebody dancing around. I'm tired of and the bickering that all these councils like. If you look at the Coral Board of Education, it was embarrassing to watch those guys. We we have an image problem enough in El Paso. We need people that are stand-up guys, and know, are like yourself. I don't know why you don't run or somebody doesn't back you, <laughs> Hector, because you're not afraid of anybody and you have specific ideas.
1: Well, I appreciate your support, uh, Jim. How do I <laughs> sign that petition? <laughs>
12: uh,
1: I, I, all, you need me, all you need to do, give me your full name on air so that people realize who is signing this petition. I'll just put your name here live publicly in front of everyone.
12: Okay, it's Jim, or James, I guess. Uh-huh. K-E-L-L, K-E-L-L.
1: K E L L James I'm Kell has now signed years it,
12: age. and and okay. he is
1: 63 years of age well, and I'm he's a, from the Post- voting age And you are. And uh, we now have three people on the petition calling for the step-down and the passing of the baton. We have Sergio Luis, Hector Lopez, and James Kell. Now, Raul Amaya didn't want to sign my petition, but I think he'll come around and sign the petition soon enough. Folks, if you want to call in, just like uh, Jim did here and gave us his name to the petition, we have to do something about René Núñez. You know what? We'll keep taking down names publicly. You can go on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com. Type in El Paso for america with hector h lopez on the search engine type in your whole name and say add me to the petition for rene nuñez to step down we'll add thank you there too you don't need to do your your stuff publicly jim i appreciate the phone call you're always welcome to call the show
12: thank you i don't have a computer though do i no
1: that's fine i got you here publicly okay. you can either do it through the computer or you can do it with me here publicly okay. or live on the air thank okay. you for the call jim Folks, you can give us a call. I want to know, do you support a petition to request for the step-down of Rene Nunez from the uh, State Board of Education? If you do, give us a call. We're going to add your name. I need you to give me your name, uh, full name, publicly so that we can make this uh, little petition here uh, on a press release public and authentic. We could say, look, the name was stated publicly on air. Uh, you know, and you, if you can also go online on facebook that would be great and we'll turn this into the uh, democratic party head honchos over there and we'll maybe turn it into mr rené nuñez himself he needs to step down we're heading up on a new educational cycle it's time for us to do something about it we have a very special guest all the way from nashville we got todd who manages our very own michael david on the line with us from nashville Big news for El Paso and Michael Davis in the country biz. He's been uh, filming his video. He's on his way back to El Paso. Todd, how's Nashville?
13: Nashville is hot.
1: It's hot, huh? That kind of hot where your, where your clothes kind of sticks to you?
13: Exactly. What, what's the temp there?
1: <laughs> well, over here, we're, we're, what's, what's the temperature over here, guys? I think we're, we're like in the near, near 100, something like that. But uh, I'm sure with the humidity over there, it's probably worse.
13: It, it feels really bad here <laughs> we yeah. can't wait to get to El Paso
1: tell me what's been going on with Michael David Todd I mean uh, a lot of news uh, you guys have been filming and you guys are getting ready to go on the road back to El Paso there's some big events that you guys have planned also in El Paso what, what's been the latest with Michael David what's going on with my good friend
13: well we just uh, we just finished up the uh, his music video actually it's being edited uh, as we speak there's a there's a, a a slight peak vision of it right now that you can that we can get to um, I don't have the website in front of me but I'll get that to you if you want to take a peek at that please do uh, and we'll, we'll put it on our product Facebook site so people can see it yeah uh, we'll have the finished product uh, by Friday hopefully by Friday and we'll have some uh, DVD copies of that we're gonna bring for you and uh, give you guys copies and um, we've been getting putting the band together getting everything rehearsal that's what we're actually doing right now working with one of the background singers right now and uh we're rehearsing up for the show for uh friday night and uh we have also going to play with um we're going to play on saturday night as well at a different venue but i have to give you that information um and then uh we're just getting we're gearing up we're gearing up for your show uh, gearing up for the national anthem for the the uh diablos i mean we're we're pumped we're ready to go we're, we're leaving out sunday afternoon and we're driving
1: to El Paso, man. I'm so excited uh, for you guys, Todd. I mean, uh, Michael David's been working his behind off to uh, make sure that uh, he represents El Paso well. To make sure that uh, he gets his his uh, his big shot at the uh, country biz, uh, the best shot, and he's doing quite well. Tell me about his video. What is the video all about? Uh, what was the storyline behind the video? I mean, am I going to see Michael David with uh, with like all the uh, country women there, or what, what, what's the uh, what's the video all about every video tells a story
13: well i mean the 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 song is about um you know he he's obviously an artist and he um he's dating this girl and they want to get married and everything's really cool and then he goes on the road she's lonely she finds somebody else he comes back you know she's she's already with somebody else they really can't make amends you know they they can't uh, get their relationship back together again, and um, he drinks his sorrows away and goes out. I mean, it's pretty normal. It's it's pretty easy to relate to. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great song. He performs it obviously very, very well. The video, uh, we shot all the footage here in Nashville and uh, some different clubs here in town and uh, some different locations around and it's all Nashville based. Um, Nashville 360 TV did the video Wow. And uh, they're national based obviously and I mean it's it's it was a great production and all of the extras that uh were in it, uh the actors that were in it, actresses that were in it, uh did a wonderful job and I think you're gonna be very impressed when you see it. It's it's a it's a beautiful piece of art.
1: Well let me tell you what Todd, I'm very proud of uh what you've been doing over there with our very own Michael David of El Paso. Uh it sounds like he's He's got uh, his plate full. It sounds like he's representing our community very well. We can't wait to see him in El Paso. When can we see him here? I know it's coming up soon. You guys are hitting the road Sunday, you said. So what uh, can we expect to see him in a few concerts here? And what, what's on the what's on the venue? And maybe you could send me the dates and time so I can also put it online.
13: Yeah, we're, we're playing Friday at the uh, the Horseshoe there. And uh, I'm not sure what the venue is on Saturday. They're they're trying to lock all that information in for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got invited to play uh, for a couple of hours at another venue in town, and I don't have all the specifics on that yet, but I will get that to you probably uh, by the weekend. And so you can post all that uh, throughout next week, and then we're doing your show on Wednesday, I believe. Right, right. And uh, we'll have all the information by then for sure, but I'll try to get you all the the addresses, phone numbers, and everything. We're going to be in town uh, probably Tuesday's the earliest, we'll we'll kind of peek our heads out because we're going to be wore out from the trip.
1: Yeah. And, now, I uh, understand you guys are going to be every- filming on the way back, right? I mean, you guys are going to be filming a documentary uh, of his road back home?
13: Yeah, actually, we're bringing uh, Nashville 360 TV. is going to be coming with us. They're traveling with us, actually. And they're going to be documenting the entire trip down, the entire trip while we're there, uh, coming back because he's got a CD signing. Uh, over and all that music, and uh, so we've got some stuff going on over there. The, he's doing the national anthem at the Diablos game, um, so we're we're filming all of these things that are that are happening while we're there. And then we've got several dates that will be coming up, probably in the fall, uh, that we're working on right now in the El Paso area, and uh, we're just trying to put some of that together right now. But this is a great kickoff for it. It is, and uh, we appreciate all the. There's a lot of people that hopefully we'll when we get on your show, maybe we can. Uh, uh, thank all these people. There's a whole list of people in El Paso right there that have just stepped right up to the plate, had no problem getting behind him, and we really appreciate all those people. It takes a lot of people to make all this happen. and sure. we. We thanked them from the bottom of our
1: hearts. Well, Todd, you know you always have a, an open invitation on the show. You can consider this home, this show your home, and you guys could thank as many as you want. We can't wait to see you guys here with your entire crew, and uh, I, I believe you guys are going to be documenting some stuff here with Nashville Three Sixty here uh, television as well. So we, we we'll welcome you with open arms here at KHRO Studios. We can't wait, El Paso. It's time to. Break out your support again for one of our very own uh, Michael David making big steps over in Nashville. Uh, you know, TV's following him, there, and he just wrapped up a video, and he will be here to share his triumphs with all of you here soon. Todd, thank you for the call, and we can't wait to see you in El Paso as well as Michael David soon.
13: Thank you, Hector. We appreciate it.
1: We appreciate the call, folks. That was uh, Todd, who manages our very own uh, Michael David from El Paso. And uh, it just feels great to have him. Let me go straight to a phone call uh, real quick before we go here to break. Michelle Valvidius. Michelle, welcome to the show. What's going on, Michelle? Hey, Hector.
12: This Michelle. Well, as you know, I was a junior counselor at the ALDZ in Panama. Yeah. And I am putting my name on the petition because bottom line is, Rene Nunez is not representing El Paso in
9: a good way, and he needs to resign.
1: And that's it. Now, now Michelle, tell people where you're going off to school now. And, and, And for those that don't remember, Michelle made a statement on the show. She's got political aspirations. Tell people where you're headed to school and tell people what your aspirations are, Michelle.
9: Okay, well, I'm going to attend the University of Texas at El Paso this fall and studying microbiology to become a doctor here in the community to serve the El Pasoans.
1: And you hail from the great high school of Hanks, isn't that correct? Yes, sir. Michelle, thank you for the call. I'm adding your name as we speak. Thank you, Hector. Folks, we now have four people. Let's get more of you. Go on Facebook. Give me a call. Let's add your name. Give me a call through the break. We're going to make a petition to force this guy to step down, Rene Nunez. From the State Board of Education, we'll be back. 915-880-4376 is our number.
0: This is KHRO El Paso. Talk Radio, 1150 AM. Your CNN Radio News Source.
14: cnn radio i'm michelle wright this hour's top story a new face is set to grace the supreme court this afternoon the senate voted to confirm elena kagan as the next justice on the high court senate majority
5: leader harry reid says kagan will be a great addition today we'll send to our highest court another brilliant lawyer from massachusetts elena kagan someone whose respect for the rule of law is matched only by her appreciation for those laws that concern the daily lives of Of the people they govern.
14: The final vote count was 63 to 37. After Tuesday's deadly shooting at his company, Hartford Distributors CEO Ross Hollander addressed the media. Police say Omar Thornton killed eight people before turning the gun on himself. His girlfriend says he was being racially harassed, but Hollander says the company was not aware of any harassment claims. As an
0: employee of Hartford Distributors, Omar Thornton was embraced as a member of our team and judged purely on the merits of his work.
14: Hollander says an investigation revealed that Thornton was stealing beer from the company. A new report from the State Department says al-Qaeda in Pakistan is still the biggest terrorist threat to the U.S. The annual report on global terrorism finds that al-Qaeda continues to expand and strengthen worldwide. New threats exist in Somalia and Yemen, where insurgents have gained strongholds. The State Department says there's also concern al-Qaeda is attracting more Americans to its cause. CNN's Amanda Moyer. Stocks finishing the day down on Wall Street. (laughs) At the closing bell, the Dow lost five points to end at 10,674. The S&P and NASDAQ also had minimal losses. And we're one step closer to ending the oil spill in the Gulf. BP has finished cementing its ruptured well. This is
0: not the end, but it will virtually assure us that there will be no chance of oil leaking into the environment.
14: National Incident Commander Thad Allen calls this a significant milestone. For news anytime, go to CNN.com. This is CNN Radio.
15: Here's a bone health tip from Sally Field. It helps to eat plenty of calcium-rich foods like yogurt, spinach, or cheese. But you need more than calcium and vitamin D and exercise to keep your bones strong. Once Monthly Boniva works with your body to help stop and reverse bone loss. So ask your doctor about Boniva today.
10: Boniva is a 150-milligram prescription tablet for postmenopausal osteoporosis. See our ad and Weight Watchers. Don't take Boniva iBandrinate sodium if you have problems with your esophagus, low blood calcium, severe kidney disease, or can't sit or stand for at least one hour. Follow dosing instructions carefully. Stop taking Boniva and tell your doctor if you have difficult or painful swallowing, chest pain, or severe or continuing heartburn, as these may be signs of serious upper digestive problems. If jaw problems or severe bone, joint, and or muscle pain develop, tell your doctor.
15: You've got one body and one life, so ask your doctor if Boniva can help you stop losing and start reversing. To get one month
10: free and more bone health advice, visit bonivatips.com or call 1-888-7-BONE-TIPS.
11: Wall Street finished in the red after yesterday's modest win. The Dow Industrials fell five points. The Nasdaq dropped 11. The s and 500 shed a point. The market's retreat followed disappointing data on jobs. Weekly claims rose by 19,000 and hit their highest level since April. And that news came ahead of tomorrow's employment report. Not helping matters. A number of retailers, including J.C. JCPenney, had weaker than expected sales last month. And Retail Metrics President Ken Berkins says the results show consumers are having a rough time.
9: I think they continue to tell us that uh, consumers are very cautious and that low- and middle-income consumers in particular are really still feeling it, you know, from the double pressures of a weak labor market and a uh, very soft housing market.
11: And a short time ago, Kraft Foods said its acquisition of Cadbury helped it post better-than-expected profits in the past quarter. I'm Steve Orr from the newsroom at MarketWatch.com.
4: Ford and Lincoln Mercury Service presents Mike Rowe with some important information about the big tire sale. Well, that about sums it up, really. It's a tire sale, and it's big. I'll say, when you buy four Goodyear, Continental, Hankook, Yokohama, or Pirelli tires, you get a $100 cash rebate. A hundred bucks. You forgot to mention that, Mike. Well, that's why you're here. Thank you. It's the big tire sale at your Ford and Lincoln Mercury dealers. See participating dealership or visit GenuineService.com for mail-in rebate and details through 83110.
5: Geico has some bad news. There is no money tree, and there is no gold at the end of the rainbow. However, Geico could save you hundreds on your car insurance. No matter what the competition says, Geico has been saving people so much money over 4 million drivers switched last year. So call Geico for a free rate quote today. It's easier than trying to shake down a leprechaun.
4: For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you hundreds on car insurance.
6: When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes, hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your $50 click on redcross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text Cross to 90999 to give $10. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day. Every single donation brings... Text message and data rates may apply.
7: Come into the Home Depot today, and you can get new Platinum Plus or Martha Stewart Living Carpet installed for just $37. With a lifetime stain warranty, you'll have gorgeous carpet that's able to stay that way. Why sacrifice softness or style for durability, especially when you can have it installed in any number of rooms for just $37? More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid on basic installation, U.S. only. See store for details, exclusions, and license numbers. El Paso
0: for America. We're supposed to bring freedom and democracy to people that need it. I think these people need it. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Just
10: the guy I wanted to talk to.
0: Talk Radio 1150.
1: We are back, and we do have open phone lines. You can give us a call, 915-880-4376. Continuing to run a petition here. To call for the step-down and the passing of the baton by Mr. Uh, René Nunez from the State Board of Education. He is not the kind of individual we need in our community. Uh, We already have uh, several people who have called us, given us their name live on the air. We will take down your name. We will add your name to this petition. You can also do it on Facebook. You can give us your full name on Facebook and just put on their ad to the petition to call for the step down of René Nunez. Just do it on the Facebook wall. Just go to Facebook, look up El Paso for America with Hector H. Lopez and put it on our wall. It's time that we begin to do something about what's going on. And I think uh, the time to do this is now. We're continuing to talk about uh, where we're headed as a community. What is the reason that we keep holding ourselves back from making that big decision, taking that big leap of faith on that idea? How many times have you been at work thinking about big ideas, whether it's to start your own business, whether it's to found your own organization, to develop a patent on something you could make millions? You have these great ideas, and we do have these spurts of creative energy within our lifetimes, but then somehow, some way, we always give in to our routine and allow for that idea to never be acted on. What is it about us that stops us from acting on that idea? What kind of ideas should we begin to act on? Uh, the first call of the day was from uh, County Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis. He shared some ideas with us. We've also received other callers from uh, Raul on down to people kind of bringing ideas to the table. What kind of idea would you like to act on? What was it that has cause you to hold back on your idea. I'll tell you what, if your immediate answer to me is money, then let's talk about your idea. Because if your idea can rally people around it, then the money can be found. Maybe it's just that you're too timid about the idea. Give us a call, 915 Let's go straight to Frankie, Senor Swanky. What's going on? Hey, actor. What's new?
8: Well, uh, let, me, let me take a different tact here. Okay. I, I know you're uh, up in arms about uh, Rene, uh, Rene, uh, Rene, Rene Nunez. Nunez, you know what I mean? Yeah, him yeah, and
1: Maxine Waters. And well, wait girl. a minute. You know, let,
12: let, let's look at it from a different tact here.
8: You know, he, now he knows he's been held to account, right or wrong. I mean, he knows he's in a deep doo-doo. Let me put it that way, right? Uh-huh. Okay? What better position to have as somebody now who's been upended, so to speak, knowing that he's being watched like a hawk, right, is to keep him on the board, and now he's going to react and do everything just straight-laced. What do you think of that?
1: You know, it's uh, I, I see the logic, Frankie. I, I definitely see the logic in it. But, uh, again, it, it sends a message about our community on a larger scale, that well, our community is not willing to – Force the step down of someone that has already tarnished the name of the community and that that's the kind of community that we are so while i do see the logic in what you're saying frankie in terms of this guy's going to be watched it's the same logic that exists for say term limits you know against term limits people will say well it's always good to allow people to run for office again because you know they'll always have to be judged by the people but i think you know there comes a point where these people are elected to office so many times over and over and over and over again that they begin to feel cushy in that job and and even though people are supposedly watching them like hawks you know they still get away with murder and i i just think it's it's time for a new breath fresh uh well, well, breath I, of fresh air
8: no i mean and i see your point i was i was pretty much being somewhat facetious about <laughs> it but in in, in one instance and in the other instance i was I was almost uh, uh, adamant about it in, in, in the truest sense. Uh-huh. you know the, I, whether you flush everybody out, which is the big rant currently going on through the country, knock everybody out. Democrats, Republicans don't make any difference, right That's well, unethical yes it, 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 again, I, I don't know what it is, but you know it it, it goes back to my my core tenets, yep. you know, which is intellect, logic, and honor. Yep. if you follow those tenets to the to the in degree. You would not have a situation like Rene Nunez Absolutely. or potentially uh, any other hanky-panky stuff right. because you would live those tenants. right? Right. But, and, 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 and the situation is whether or not right now Rene gets caught, you know, holding the bag or anybody else of that kind of nature. You bounce them out. Now you put somebody else in. You don't know what they're going to do because they're an unproven commodity. What's the old saying, Hector? Better the devil I know than the devil I don't.
1: So I assume I sh- I can't put your name on this petition here because you like this devil, huh, Frankie?
8: Well, no, 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 I'm, I'm, no. Well, first off, I can't because I don't. I'm, I'm not from El
7: Paso. You're from seattle Yes, I know Missy. C- C- a- so I can't, C- a- I can't. I
8: can't vote. I'm right. trying. To, I'm trying to look at it from to to help the community seriously mm-hmm. by by saying, okay, listen, you know, you, you hang them out to dry, you slap them upside the head a couple of times. He is duly embarrassed by, by getting caught with his hand in a cookie jar, let's assume, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guarantee you, the guy's going to be on the straight and narrow for a very, very long time. Not to mention, at door and everybody else listening, this guy up on that board, you think he wants to be out on that board being looked at and everybody else is sitting there smiling? He's going to be out there trying to rat on the first person he sees doing some kind of hanky-panky like him. So you would almost be like having a watchdog on, a what is that thing, the school board? Yeah. Yeah, the, you see what I'm saying? The State
1: Board of Education.
8: You've got you to use the tools that you have in place. You know, this is the most Use. I mean, just think about that. Okay, everybody in El Paso looks at Renee. I mean, has he been proven to be guilty, or are we just alleging this?
1: Well, you know, he's already come out and said yes, it did happen, but there's some misunderstandings about it. Okay,
8: let's 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 give him the benefit of the doubt, and and, and or no, no, not let's not give him the benefit. Let's let's assume he 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 did did what he did. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you, you say, all right, hey, you know, uh, El Paso, everybody gets it and says, listen, you know, uh, you're a slime ball, Renee. But here's what we're gonna do we we got the we know what you did and we don't like this stuff and you have you do it we give you one and then again this is the american way you know the jesus and god and all that you know uh, to be forgiving and all that sort of stuff right mm. so give them another chance but the point is you've got i'm telling you again you know, if you want to clean up that 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 school board thing by by knowing that he's on there and he knows that everybody's watching him above and beyond the normal watching, I'll guarantee you he's going to be walking a straight and narrow between the time he continues to stay there or gets normally voted out. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, well, I I, I see the logic, Frankie, I'm and I appreciate, I appreciate your call. I still feel we need a breath of fresh air because we can't allow this to happen, but I see both sides of the coin. I mean, you're always welcome to call our show. You'd always know that. Um, uh, thank you for the call, Frankie. 915-880-4376 is our number. Here's the logic, folks. Quite simple. Uh yes, what Frankie just stated may be correct. But are we going to allow someone that's already tarnished our name to continue in office? I mean, that's the that, that's what you're being faced with, El Paso. The 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 question of the day to El Pasoans is how long Are you going to allow for our city to be known as unethical? How long? How much is it going to take? We had an FBI probe. We all remember that. In fact, some people remember that too clearly to the point that they don't donate any money to political campaigns anymore. Come on, politicals in El Paso, you know what I'm talking about and at the very same time the people that get embroiled in all of this mess keep getting the pass card from all of us it's time that we begin to you know keep count and take names keep count and take names I could say it another way but I won't it's time to keep count and take names so you know the thing is this in city hall I mean, Paul Strelson has been talking about it for some time. We have these elected leaders. I've been talking about it for some time. We have these elected leaders that like to shirk off responsibility. They do. You know how many hours ha- we, we've, we've reached since we have had a, any kind of a response, let alone educated, any kind of a response to the ideas and proposals that were set forth on this program as contributions to the whole question of violence across the border and the whole concept of legalization of marijuana, we're heading up to 2,000 hours without a response from any of those framers. How are they supposed to be taken seriously? These guys are elected to office. They're taking a look at you as a voter and going, eh, they don't vote. They don't speak out. I do something wrong. They won't care about it. I'll be able to get away with it. When do we put our foot down? When do we put our foot down? that That's the basic question facing our community today. When do we put our foot down? And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You know, it's kind of interesting. I was having a conversation here earlier with... Uh, Good friend to the show and uh, our producer extraordinaire here that that uh, is behind the scenes now as as Abby's at the controls. But Ruben and I were having a conversation. Ruben and I were having a conversation about the uh, run for president that uh, singer Wyclef Jean is preparing to make in Haiti. So here's a guy that can sing a song, rap a song, or develop a tune or what have you and he's going above and beyond that he's actually putting his money where his mouth is who knows if he'll get elected in haiti uh but the point is the guy have said has said all right enough i'm not gonna write another song about it i'm not gonna pick up my guitar and go play it for somebody and hum-ha and and make some salsa i'm actually going to try to do something about what is going on in Haiti. And he's, he's putting his hat in the ring. In fact, uh, the latest picture of him that was taken by the paparazzi has him displaying a flag from Haiti and saying, yes, I will run for president. So at what point do we decide to take the leap of faith on our idea? How many times have you been sitting around going, man, I wish I could run for office? How many times have you been sitting around going, man, I wish I could only patent this idea. I would make millions. How many times have you been sitting around at work while you can't take it any longer, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon like it is right now, tired as you are from your day-in, day-out routine job, going, I could develop a business of my own. I could run for mayor of El Paso. I could patent something that will make me a lot of money. How many times have you done that? And what is it that's keeping you from taking that leap? Hey, Wyclef Jean is going to take the leap. Who knows if he'll be elected? He's got money, but who knows if he'll be elected. But at least the guy's going to take the leap. If you think you could do better than Rene Nunez on the State Board of Education, then hey, how about you throw your name in the ring? You come on to this show, you share your ideas with us, you come on to other shows, you share your ideas with them, and we begin to have an active dialogue about your candidacy. You never know. You may actually be sitting on the State Board of Education before you know it. The point is, it's time for us to take advantage of the new cycle that's upon us. A new educational cycle. There is a new political cycle. How many politicians have you seen debating anything, anything in the last month? None. They stay quiet, even though the election's coming up. Because you know what? In El Paso, that's the name of the game. Whoever can stay the most quiet, whoever will rock the boat the least, will win. At least that's the uh, mindset. If you don't believe me? Ask Jose Rodriguez how he's running his campaign for Senate. <laughs> Give me a call, folks. 915 We'll be back.
0: Talk Radio 1150, your financial news source
3: with CNBC Financial. CNBC Radio, I'm John Lesher. The Dow dropped five points and Nasdaq lost 10. New claims for jobless benefits rose by 19,000 last week to 479,000, their highest level since April. The Labor Department report shows that hiring remains weak and some companies are still cutting workers. Hot weather and deep discounts on summer leftovers lured shoppers into malls in July, but sales increased only 2.8%. That could mean even bigger price cuts ahead. Sizzling summer sales of Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream and Degree Deodorant drove second-quarter profit 39% higher at Unilever. Media conglomerates News Corp. and Time Warner say their quarterly results improved, riding a recovery in ad sales and several quarters of cost-cutting. Time Warner is also benefiting from an increase in customers who are signing up for digital cable TV, Internet, and phone services. And Google is ringing up 200,000 sales a day of its Droid cell phones. John Lesher, CNBC Radio.
4: Ford and Lincoln Mercury Service presents Mike Rowe with some important information about the big tire sale. Well, that about sums it up, really. It's a tire sale. And it's big. I'll say, when you buy four Goodyear, Continental, Hankook, Yokohama, or Pirelli tires, you get a $100 cash rebate. A hundred bucks. You forgot to mention that, Mike. Well, that's why you're here. Thank you. It's the big tire sale at your Ford and Lincoln Mercury dealers. See participating dealership or visit GenuineService.com for mail-in rebate and details through 83110.
5: GEICO has some bad news. There is no money tree, and there is no gold at the end of the rainbow. However... Geico could save you hundreds on your car insurance. No matter what the competition says, Geico has been saving people so much money over 4 million drivers switched last year. So call Geico for a free rate quote today. It's easier than trying to shake down a leprechaun. For a free
4: rate quote, visit geico.com or call one 800 947 When
5: good things come together, the result is an undeniable force. August 5th through 15th, the Plaza Classic Film Festival brings together 75 films, concerts, and celebrity guests. The result is the world's largest classic film festival. Tickets on sale now for the Plaza Classic Film Festival, August 5th through 15th. Visit plazaclassic.com for more information. The Plaza Classic Film Festival, brought to you by the El Paso Community Foundation.
15: Health is a very important thing to most Americans, but did you know that obesity is rapidly growing in the United States? El Paso was ranked 7th fattest city in 2009 and raised to 3rd fattest city in 2010. El Paso obese children rate is nearly double the nation. We need to get more aware of the damaging foods we eat on a daily basis.
8: Even though the unhealthy foods we eat taste good, it's very dangerous to our bodies. There are about 300,000 deaths each year because of lack of exercise and bad nutrition. Many of these overweight children become overweight adults.
15: 56%
11: of El Paso's children are not physically active. Children who are overweight... Obese are most likely to develop type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and liver disease. Health plays a very important role in your life. It's important for children to get enough physical activity on a daily basis. This message is brought to you by the students of Borderland Area Health Education Center, Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center, and the Hispanic Centers of Excellence.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, El Paso, for America. This is huge. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Talk Radio 1150.
1: We are back on this uh, great little Thursday afternoon. And uh, continuing to engage with you on uh, where we're headed as a community, what we're going to be up against and continuing to take names here calling for the step down of uh, Rene Nuñez to pass the baton i mean regardless of uh, of of how you feel about his ethical situation you know, the guy has been there enough, don't you Don't you think? How about we uh, get your name onto this petition, step down and pass the baton, Mr. Renan Núñez. Give us a call, give us your name publicly, and uh, we'll add you to the list. If you don't want to do it live on the air, you can also do it via Facebook. Just state your name uh, on our wall, El Paso for America with Hector H. Lopez, and uh, we'll gladly do it because, you know, it's, uh, it's time we begin to do something or other, uh, something or other with... Uh, individuals like this i i can't stand individuals that kind of put the name down of our community shocked a few people here i got a, a couple messages uh with my statement before look politics in el paso politics in el paso par for the course is to stay quiet and not rock the boat i'm not gonna i'm not gonna back down from that statement think about the last elections that we've had in our city I was just having a good conversation here in studio earlier before. Can you name me any single El Paso politician that has done anything to put El Paso on the map? That has given El Paso an international name. Can you name me a single politician that's done something so breakthrough that it has changed the way of life in El Paso? A single one. If you know the name, give me a call, 915-880-4376. I'm talking big. I'm not just talking some, you know, oh, yeah, blah, 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 the, the little sound bites that they always tend to give. Name me an El Paso politician that has done something so big for our community that it's put us on the map. Modern day. Modern day. Alright, don't come here and tell me Oh yeah, the mayor that way back when founded the city of El Paso Well that's great for this mayor that founded the city of El Paso I'm talking modern day Because if you can't name at least 5 to 10 individuals like other communities may be able to name then we have a problem There's a challenge 915-880-4376 is our number You can give us a call there and uh, let us know what you think about You know what El Paso leader has done something for our city. Take a look at the political races. Let's go down. Let's go down the line. How many races have already been decided before the November elections? Because there's no one from the other party. Do we even have a viable Republican party in this city? Okay, we don't. So if we don't have a viable Republican party in this city, except for maybe D. Margo over there that's trying to make a case for himself with uh, against Joe Moody. We have a very strong Democratic Party. Why is it that the Democratic Party is not at the head of uh, big Democratic State of Texas things? Why is it that we're not in the leadership of Texas Democrats? I wonder. If we're such a, you know, strong-rooted community of Democrats. Hmm. If you think about the races and the way, the par for the course in politics in El Paso, it is be quiet and don't rock the boat. Accept the position of a follower. That's what it is. That's what it is. El Paso has, and its leadership, has accepted the position of a follower and rightly accept that position. In fact, how many politicians do you see in El Paso Further exacerbating the issues of, oh, it's because, you know, we have very poorly educated individuals. How many politicians do you see referring to El Paso in negative context when they're talking at the state level, at the national level? Rather than referring to El Paso along the assets that, they, that it holds as a city and as a community that can be utilized to build the state or to build the nation. Because the argument here is that someone could do something different, but they're choosing not to. Par for the course is, stay quiet, don't say a word, you'll win. That's par for the course here. I threw out a name before. You don't believe me? Go ask uh, anybody who has run in a recent race anybody who has running a recent race I don't think you'll hear very much from Veronica Escobar against Jaime Perez because Veronica we're your advisors and we're telling you shh don't say a word you'll win Jaime doesn't have a chance isn't that the folklore in politics in El Paso come on politicals tell me that I'm wrong tell me that I'm wrong 915 is our number we'll be back
0: H.R.O. El Paso. Talk Radio, 1150 a.m. Your CNN Radio News Source.
14: CNN Radio, AC 360. I'm Randy Kay. She's in. The
0: tally is 6337.
16: Uh, the nomination is confirmed.
14: One Democrat, Ben Nelson of Nebraska and all but five republicans voting no. 14 americans have been indicted charged with supporting the somali islamic militant group al Shabaab. ten face charges they left the country to become foreign fighters. a warning says attorney general eric holder.
11: if you choose this route you can expect to find yourself in the united states jail cell or to be a casualty on a somali battlefield.
14: and california same-sex marriage opponents have filed notice they're appealing a federal judge's ruling that Prop 8 is unconstitutional, the most trusted name in news. I'm Randy Kay. This is CNN Radio.
10: Here's a bone health tip from Sally Field.
15: It helps to eat plenty of calcium-rich foods like yogurt, spinach, or cheese. But you need more than calcium and vitamin D and exercise to keep your bones strong. Once Monthly Boniva works with your body to help stop and reverse bone loss. So ask your doctor about Boniva today.
10: Boniva is a 150-milligram prescription tablet for postmenopausal osteoporosis. See our ad Weight Watchers. Don't take Boniva Ibandronate Sodium if you have problems with your esophagus, low blood calcium, severe kidney disease, or can't sit or stand for at least one hour. Follow dosing instructions carefully. Stop taking Boniva and tell your doctor if you have difficult or painful swallowing, chest pain, or severe or continuing heartburn, as these may be signs of serious upper digestive problems. If jaw problems or severe bone, joint, and or muscle pain develop, tell your doctor.
15: You've got one body and one life, so ask your doctor if Boniva can help you stop losing and start reversing.
10: To get one month free and more bone health advice, visit BonitaTips.com or call
6: 1-888-7-BONE-TIPS. When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes, hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your $50 click on RedCross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text RedCross to 90999 to give $10 call 1-800-RED-CROSS and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day every single donation brings hope text message and data rates may apply
7: come into the home depot today and you can get new platinum plus or martha stewart living carpet installed for just $37 with a lifetime stain warranty you'll have gorgeous carpet that's able to stay that way why sacrifice softness or style for durability especially when you can have it installed in any number of rooms for just $37. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid on basic installation. U.S. only. See store for details, exclusions, and license numbers. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, El Paso for America. This is huge. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Talk Radio 1150.
1: We are back, and I'm enjoying my afternoon conversation with all of you. You know, I always look forward to this conversation, no matter how hectic the day gets and uh, how busy we all get. Uh, it's always nice to have this level of conversation with the community. You can give us a call, 915 I've thrown out some challenges. Uh, and uh, it's all right if you disagree with me. You can give me a call, disagree with me uh, respectfully, and I, I, I promise I won't bite you, and, uh, you, know, and you won't get some sort of uh, venomous, uh, you know, Situation there, anyways, uh, folks. Nine one five eight eight zero four three seven six is our number. Uh, let me go straight to the phone lines. Let's go straight to Raúl. Raúl, welcome back to the show. What's going on, Raúl?
9: Hector, how's it going? Thank you for having me back on the show. What's up? A couple of folks uh, I'm going to mention now. As far as, you know, putting us on the global map or even national map—that's that's hard to do, frankly. But as far as people who've made a significant impact on the community. Uh, One was Mayor Caballero, I mentioned that to you before, and some of his colleagues who years ago worked on abolishing the at-large elections for city council and replacing them with single-member districts. That changed the complexion, literally, the racial component of the city council to be much more representative of the city than what we had prior to that. And, again, this is before your time, bro. You
1: were all the... I actually work for Caballero, so I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay,
9: well, I mean, when they were had at-large elections, you were probably a little, little boy. When it was, uh, you know, just a, a bunch of guys, white guys from the west side that ran the, the city.
1: Sure, the good old boy network.
9: So that, that, that changed, okay? Uh, also, uh, people like uh, Senator Shapley, Jose Rodriguez, uh, uh, Caballero, other I- individuals who got involved years ago in trying to bring a medical school to this community, and it yeah. happened. And that's a big deal, big deal for this community.
1: Would you say that um, I could go into any other? I think we've had this exchange before you and I, actually live on the air. I mean, I I don't know that I could go into another city and mention the name Ray Caballero and have other cities know who I'm talking about.
9: Uh, No, I I agree. And one more person that I think had a big impact, and you might, if you went to other cities, um, raise this individual's name, and they might know who he is, and that's Larry Medina. For getting rid of the smoking in the bars and restaurants and public places in this community, and as far as a personal life, uh, you know, quality of life issue to me, that's a big deal. I, I like sure. to go to to nightclubs and restaurants and uh, and outings, and I used to hate people smoking in those places. So,
1: you know, uh, I've always I've always been very curious about this, Raúl, and I, you know, I I know Larry myself. I think I think Larry Larry is a great uh, person to be friends with. I mean, he's very fun and uh, he's a very energetic kind of individual. I was I was I was working at City Hall when uh, this whole smoking ban passed and everything. And it has always seemed to me that 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 Larry takes on kind of the whole. I was the person that got it done, the first in America, and has been able to give kind of speeches a, a, a along those lines around around the country. Although I'm not sure that there is a national consensus that 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 Larry was the guy that got it all started. I mean, there were examples of this in other communities around the world prior to El Paso.
9: Well, he certainly got it started here, and I happen to know that he was, had been invited uh, to speak around the country in different communities where they were looking to make that happen also. yeah, Got an award for the American Cancer Society uh, for the work that he did in there. Yeah, so, I mean, as, as quality of life issues, things that change the community, again, going from at-large elections to single-member districts, having the medical school in, the, in our community and banning smoking in public places, Again, maybe not national things, but things
1: that really The did, things that, that matter to us. Fair enough, Raul. I'll take your, your comments under advisement. So we got Larry Medina on the board here. We got uh, Ray Caballero on the board here. Uh, and we'll see who else we can get here on the boards. Uh, thank you for the call, Raul. He dialed nine one five eight zero four three seven six. Again, notice the names that are being mentioned. Larry and Ray, great people. All right. Uh, around El Paso, mm, they'll, they'll, they'll be noticed. They'll know who their name are. Uh, They'll know who their name is. Gosh, I can't talk today. Uh, They'll know who their name is. However, if I were to ask you, name me the leaders of other communities, I don't think you'd have such a hard time. Like, Name me the leader, uh, a prominent face in San Antonio. Name me a prominent face of, say, a Dallas. Uh, Name me a prominent face that has done something for the community of, I I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure people could come up with names of a Houston Name need the a prominent face of a community like a Chicago. There's names that I that I know I could mention off the top of my head, uh, that perhaps you could mention off the top of your head. Individuals that have transcended the the the, the local community into the national level and international level because of the degree. Of leadership that they exhibited at a local level, that that their idea became something of a, of a national or international phenomenon. Why can't we develop that here in El Paso? And see, the more I think about it, I, I, I kind of I kind of think and think and think about it here, and just kind of well, we have a culture of not rocking the boat. That's the culture. And see, when you don't rock the boat, you don't uh, you don't have innovative discussions, you don't have discussions that are built that build on ideas, you have the complete opposite. You hush-hush on the ideas, you hide the ideas from your opponents because you don't want them to be stolen, and then those ideas never get built on. Take a look at technology nowadays. In technology we have the open source movement. If you make something open source, everybody can work on it. Everybody comes in and gives it their own innovative spin. And that's what allows open source software to be actually strong and, and and compete. Throw out the idea. Let others build on it. Why are we so attached to name glory in this city? I don't know. But we are. Or do you have something else to say about it? You know, I had another interesting discussion with someone uh, regarding the whole necessity to turn the page. And I think they were right on the money on this one. I mean, you know, they, they they made mention, you know, Hector, you're always championing youth. You're always championing young individuals and new ideas. And I said, well, sometimes it doesn't have to be necessarily a young individual with a new idea. It just has to be new thought, new strategies, new ideas. And we got into it because... The allegation was, well, take a look at the number of young faces that are now elected for El Paso. They're not doing very many innovative things. And, you know, I've been the first one to critique. I mean, who has been the person that has said the so-called progressives aren't very progressive? And they're the young ones on our city council. Beyond just a youthful face... We need someone that actually has innovative thought, new strategy, new thought that actually has some sort of sense, not just some face that we've elected and, you know, I don't know. Maybe you disagree with me. You can give me a call. 915-804-376. You know, that that's what's going on. Now, let me go back to the news here for a bit. I'm getting word from a good friend. Uh, to the show that um, there's some breaking county news uh, that well th- this is, we, we still need to get some, some, um, some confirmation on it although I'm, I'm now receiving a little bit more of, of confirmation I'm getting word from uh, our county and from individuals uh, surrounding the county that um, the county has eliminated the child welfare board in their budget cuts Uh, Again, that the the county, that the El Paso County is now eliminating the Child Welfare Board uh, in their recent budget cuts. Um, We need to talk about this. We we need to talk about the elimination of the Child Welfare Board. I understand that uh, we need to make cuts. I am a fiscal conservative myself. However, when it comes to working with our children, that's a different story. I would like to have a little more evidence on it. What I'm receiving right now, what I am being informed, is that several members of the board, uh, as well as the board uh, chairman uh, herself, uh, Ms. Renee Acosta, is confirming that the Child Welfare Board has been eliminated. Uh, the Child Welfare Board has been eliminated in the recent county uh, budget cuts. And if, if if that proves to be true, look, we need to have a conversation in our city about priorities. Children... Youth are definitely within our priority list. And so I understand the need for cuts. I understand the need for even hefty cuts in some departments that many people would not like to see cut. But when we come to talking about the welfare of our children, uh, I start kind of dragging my feet a little bit there. Why are we eliminating it altogether? Why is it that we can't figure out a way to maintain uh you know, the initiatives of the Child Welfare Board. These are all questions that need to be asked. Uh, if you are hearing similar rumors or you can contribute to the story that is developing, uh, the story that on the recent round of cuts over at the county, the Child Welfare Board has been eliminated, I'd appreciate your call. You can give us a call, 915-880-4376. But this is something that needs to be discussed. When we're making cuts, who makes up the priority list of cuts? Because, you know, you've already heard from Paul uh, in, in all the uh, stories he's heard about City Hall over there. Nobody has the guts to make a priority list. Nobody has the guts to say, this is how much I'm going to take away from X department. This is how much we're going to take away from X department and sign their name at the bottom of that list. No one does because they consider it political suicide. And again, remember the running theory of today's show? Politicians in El Paso don't like to rock the boat. The less their name is in the news, the better. The less they have to talk, the better. Gives you a better position for re-election. That's the bottom line in our city. It's the only... It's kind of funny because other cities don't really operate like this. Let's go straight to the phone lines. 915 uh, 880 is our number. Let's go to Miguel. Miguel, welcome to the show.
16: Welcome. I mean, welcome. How are you?
1: <laughs> well, I thank you for welcoming me. I, I, I feel great. This is your show, too. Uh, this is the community <laughs> show. Uh, I'm doing well. How are you, Miguel?
16: All right, pretty good. I wanted to comment on, on on the involvement, you know, our young people that they should get involved and all that. Yes, sir. You know, and 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 I agree. I just I just came from orientation with my daughter from Texas Tech, and I told her to get in, involved in organizations they have there. You know, yeah, get involved, get back, get back, get back to uh, to the campus, to mm-hmm. the Lubbock community. She's going mm-hmm. to be going She'll be there in Lubbock for four years. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I also want to speak up. There's a lot of our young people that <clears throat> that. Uh, make some mistakes, you know, and, and they're branded and you know and and, and uh I remember this caballero a while back saying that it was a thing to keep you keep you down, you know, keep mm-hmm. you poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh some of our kids might get busted with a joint or or whatever. And they can't escape that. They can't get out of that no more, you know, even though they might be forever and ever clean. And not make mistakes anymore. They, they're they're branded like a like a cow. <laughs> you know, we we don't give them a chance. You know, I mean, the youth is very delicate. They will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It's been four years. You know, sometimes they might make mistakes that are criminally you know wrong. You know but I mean? They could. Yeah, uh, they could be, uh, you know, a beer run, uh, and I'm not advocating for that, but mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, and they are teenagers, and it's very, you know, very, very tough age
12: mm-hmm.
16: to be at, you know, and I and I would just love to see some of these kids doing whatever community service after doing that that beer run or getting caught with that joint, you know, and then after that, you know, giving some time to stay clean or whatever be good citizens and then forget forget the, forget the past yeah let it, them, let them move on you,
1: you know, know because, one of the things that i that i've that i've noticed um miguel and and and, and you you're mentioning the two you're mentioning the two different um opposing i guess methods of of getting the community to engage one method that the universities employ that I love, like a Texas Tech or my own alma mater's. They try to bring students into extracurricular activity, right. and that's how students socialize, and it's it's really neat. I love it. And the only critique I would have against it is that sometimes it tends to stay within the school gates, you know? Right. Um, you know, it, they will get really involved in Texas Tech events, but then in getting involved with the greater Lubbock community, that begins to become an issue. Like, it, the same thing happened to me at Georgetown, you know? I, right. I was really involved at Georgetown University, but, you know... In terms of getting involved beyond the gates of the university it was a different story. You know, it, it was it was limited, but at least the seed was planted in me, and it was it was something that I naturally wanted to be a part of. All the students were wanting to join extracurricular activities, so I wanted to join curricular extracurricular right. activities. That's that's kind of the uh, the 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 pool strategy. You know, it's kind of you're right, trying to right. students naturally gravitate towards it. The other strategy that has been taken up for civic engagement is this whole concept of uh, of remediation it's almost like a push strategy like right. if someone does wrong then you penalize a student by having them do community service and it almost gives community service a, a little name. bit uh, yeah a bad name because uh, people begin to associate it with with you know the penalty for doing something wrong and I've always had an issue with um, with the way you know the the juvenile you know judicial process works in america because while it it does great work it also in in that process it it kind of reinforces in a student's mind that having to do civic service is something of a dread, you know, or something of a of a penalty, which I would like to get away from in the country. It's it's a difficult situation to kind of to kind of lead through because those are the two diametrically opposed ways in which universities are trying to gain community involvement, and then also you know community systems like the, you know the juvenile detention centers and the like are trying to also achieve.
16: But you know, we, I think we underestimate the power of a church, and I don't care what religion it is. Or a I church, think, yeah. And I, and, and I see it in the courts, even with the, with couples that you have, you have to. And this is an experience I had with some relatives. They had to pay, you know, they were having some issues, and, and there was some family violence, and and they had to pay. The man had to pay so much money because the court order. Yet they found. Through, through their church, through their pastor, they found, you know, getting... But, of course, the church, the court won't respect that, and, and they won't go for that, because it's, it's all about money. You have to pay. You have to show that you win, and, and you got that certificate, and and, and, and you're not going to be uh, angry no more because you paid, and, and, and they taught you how not to be angry. Mm-hmm. When, when you could go and seek that counseling from, you know, spiritual man, you know, Muslim, Catholic, Christian, uh, Jewish... Yep. I mean there's people out there. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that there that, that have that that are strong in that faith. You yeah, know? Absolutely. But I think the courts I mean they don't respect the courts are sending these kids, you know, you have to pay here, you have these parents, you know, yeah. you have to go here, you have to go there. And if for, God forbid that I would if my son would for exact for example not be going to school, tell him, Look, uh, we're gonna sit down with our pastor Oh no, you know, what I mean, you have <laughs> to pay this, you have to pay this court costs. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all about it's becoming that, and it's and you're in that circle you you stay, sure. and I think that's what Miss Caballero was saying that time I made that call they they tend to keep you in that circle, keep you down and keep you low, and I think you got to get out of that, you know, if yeah. a kid makes a mistake, yeah, depending on their mistake, you know let's uh I mean community service doesn't have to do with cleaning the the cemetery, it could <laughs> do other things he could go out there and and assist disabled kids, you know, a kids. you know it doesn't have to be that he has to be on the street cleaning, yeah you know you no, do other things. You know? Very
1: well said, and I think if you do other things and you manage to inspire a young mind to kind of give their life to these kinds of efforts, you've you've done something huge versus just right. penalizing them, picking up stra- trash on, right. the, on the I-10, you know? Right. Uh, things like that. I think you, you brought up excellent points, Miguel. Uh, la- let me put you on the spot, Miguel. Uh, how do you feel about Rene Nunez, and can we add you to our petition for Rene Nunez to step down?
16: You know, if it, it comes to school, my kids are in school, yeah, add me to it. You know, he's got to pass it on. I mean, don't fight it, don't nothing. just pass it on. You know, let's turn the page, you know, for, for the good of the community, for the good of the children, and for the good of, uh, you know, the raza, too. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's, let's not, you know, let's yeah. just pass it on.
1: Your last name, Miguel, just to add you here to the petition.
16: Miguel Molinar.
1: Molinar. Thank you very much for the call, uh, Miguel. We always appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Folks, you dialed 915 you want to add your name to the petition, we'd love to have you on the petition. Uh, and we'd also love to hear your, your point of view. We've had a great conversation today. We're resetting a cycle in El Paso, in Texas, and in America. Students are gearing up to go back to school. Students are preparing to go back to college. Politicians are preparing for the next political cycle. The transition of power is already in effect in some places where uh, we don't have enough of a two-party system so that people have already won their position for office. A new cycle is upon us, and the questions about the new cycle have to be asked. Where are we headed? How are we going to accomplish this? Do we want to bring baggage like Rene Nunez on the State Board of Education on forward with us? I don't think we do. So now we have several people here on this little petition. You want to give us a call, please do. Or you want to add your name via Facebook, please feel free to do it on Facebook. Just kind of type out your name on the Facebook wall for our show, and then we'll move on there. Let's go straight to the phone lines again, Abby. Let's go straight to Bronco. Bronco, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Long time no talk. Bronco, what's going on?
17: Uh, You know, I'm kind of uh, listening to what you were saying about having this type of people and having new leadership on board here. Yeah. what has happened, Hector, is you have, you know, we must understand this, that the political arena has become a huge, big animal, that you need money to be able to run a good campaign, and you need a good organized organization around you. You need to associate yourself with positive people, positive thinkers, and people that, that have a vision for the future of El Paso, and for the future where we want to take El Paso. Mm-hmm. And and we need the young generation. The old generation has already screwed everything up so bad. Nobody knows whether they're going east or west or south or north, and, and they're doing everything that they want to do, and they, they screwed this city up so bad that it's going to take many more generations in order to clean up some of their that's left behind. Mm-hmm. And who's going to do that, Hector, is one of these kids that either graduates from these Ivy League schools and decides to come back to El Paso or, or graduates from a school where he becomes politically active in a community and he says, I have great ideas. I want to come back to El Paso. I want to change my city because my city needs to change. My people need to change. And and until we get that, that type of a kid, because you have to understand that every, everybody runs for political office, they take everything out of the closet, and there's a scout in there, okay? <laughs> and, yeah. and everybody scrutinizes these kids for whatever they may have done when they were young or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But we need young blood in the political arena. The old folks gotta step out and step away from the side and say, you know what, let's bring in this young leadership that has a vision, has a better idea, how to improve the business atmosphere in El Paso, how to improve the government so best serves the people that elected them, okay? Yeah. Until we get these young people to start thinking that way, okay, and young, and I'm gonna talk to all the young people today, if you have an idea, you have a vision, Put it together. Associate yourself with great people around you and positive thinkers and organize, organize, organize. Come out with those ideas and run for public office. Don't be afraid. Absolutely. You may, you may lose the first time, but you'll get better the second go around. And, and, and all I can say is in order to have a better Paso and to have a better community, we must get these young kids out to do this.
1: Absolutely. You know, I couldn't agree with you more, Bronco. Uh you remind me of uh, uh of uh you remind me of some some great people that I've that I've uh called mentors over the years uh that that just managed to to always hit the level of uh that level of statement uh and managed to hit that note with me as well. The note of Looking forward and looking at who's going to take us forward, and, and that's bright uh, new thought. Uh, young minds, uh, for the most part, but that doesn't mean that an older mind with new thought can't get in the game either. It's just the name of the game is bringing new ideas to the table, and, and you're right. Organizing around these ideas is key. Um, you know, when people tell me, Hector, you need money, uh, I always come back with, well, what's the idea? If the idea is good enough and you can organize around that idea, the money can be organized into it. Um, but, you know, it, it takes, it takes time. I'm, I'm encouraged every summer, Bronco. Uh, you've, you had an opportunity to talk to some of the students when we were in Philadelphia. I remember your, your call. And, uh, you know, there are students out there. Uh, this weekend on Friday, uh, the National Hispanic Institute's El Paso uh, champions are going to be having a little banquet to celebrate their their two victories as the El Paso delegation at the Great Debate. Their, their banquet's going to be at the Coronado Country Club over the weekend. And uh, they're expecting over 300 people out there. and And, and they're really excited about it and we just need to continue to support young individuals or individuals that are thinking outside of the box and and, and the rest will begin to fall into place like you're saying if you continue to make up make it a point to get these people together to get these to get everybody organized and, and good things will start coming of it in due time.
17: Oh hey, uh, yeah you know what within time what happens is this young generation sees the mistakes that the older generations in the past have made okay and with those visions And and their dedication, the main thing is dedication and not giving up. Martin Luther had a dream. John Mm -hmm. F. Kennedy had a dream. And look at Obama. All these people sparked out from nowhere and became something. But they all left their marks in in this nation's history. Yep. And so can they. It's time for this young generation to wake up, smell the roses, and keep on going. Just don't stop. Don't look back. Organize, organize. Associate yourself with great people. You make a mistake, admit that you made a mistake, apologize and move on.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Bronco. I can't agree with you any more than I do. Thank you very much for the call. Folks, uh, it's been an incredible show today. We have a petition started. You know, and I didn't even ask Bronco if you wanted to get his uh, full name here on this petition. Bronco, if you want to get your name on the petition here to ask for René Nunez to step down. You don't need to go on air. You can just tell Abby here on the line. Give us a call back and we'll put your name here on the petition. I want to hear back from a lot more El Pasoans. I mean, come on, El Paso. You talk about wanting new leadership. You talk about, uh, you know, being tired of the complacency, being tired of uh, the same old, same old. You tell me that you would like to see more people turn out to vote. How about we make an effort and show how we would like to see our city run by asking for the step down in uh, the passing of the baton from Mr. Rene Nunez on the State Board of Education. We're upon a new educational cycle in our city. Why should we bring, have to bring on baggage from a guy who has misrepresented our community? Why should we have to bring him on? I don't think we have to. And I think we can begin to uh, organize ourselves. If you want to get on the petition, you can give us a call. Uh, 915-880-4376. That is our number. And uh, you can also you can also check us out on Facebook. If you go to Facebook.com, we're slowly beginning to put up all of the shows from the summer. The summer was a busy one, folks. Our shows weren't uh, regularly up as they used to be, but now they're back and the shows are being posted online. Pictures uh, are online of our guests and uh, it's an opportunity for you to add yourself to this petition to have René Núñez step down. It's time, El Paso. Anyways, until tomorrow, El Paso, America. Think big! Paul's coming up next.